Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. That guy was a good cameraman. <laughs> Hang on for dear life. Oh boy, that's not where that was supposed to be. Looks like this is falling a little bit. There we go. There's Christy. Christy and Devin Germain joining us in studio for this one, episode number 380. As we get everything up to speed and off and running, appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us for a little while. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. I can't believe, as I was putting this together earlier today, I can't believe that we're looking at number 380. I mean, I know we say this every week, and it's probably getting a bit old, but it's still, it's just, it just stuns me. And then, that's uh, just that's just in uh, studio episodes. Right. Right. That's it crazy. Is, it is just the studio episodes. Yeah, that's... Um, that's also interesting too, but uh, it, we got a good show lined up for tonight. Um, happened to have some, happened to have some friends in the neighborhood, which was kind of fun. Christy and, and Devin were, were passing through the. How did you describe it? The red sleigh was was <laughs> on the way back to the border. Yep, the red sleigh is bringing, bringing Jeffy Fab Farm, farm parts. Bring them back to all the good girls and boys. How, how, how interesting does that get at the border when you're trying to cross over? Oh, it's actually easy when you go through commercial and you have your paperwork in order. As long as it's all in order, then there's no problems ever. Paperwork's in order, you pay tax, they let you go. As long yeah. as they get their tax money. Yeah, they don't. Exactly. It's all about the money. <laughs> it doesn't matter what government is, they just want your money. Exactly. Let's take, let's take the guesswork out of it, I suppose, huh? Yeah. Uh, and you guys were part business, part for fun? Yeah, right. we were, were down, down there. We went and visited a few of our friends. Got to see Andy, uh, you know, Anderson, Taco. Got to hang out with him and Claudia. Uh, got to hang out with Scotty and Chris King. So it was nice to to kind of be down and just... Have a little bit of downtime for once, which is nice. Feel a little, you know, normal. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was 80 degrees in Virginia Beach oh, on yeah. Saturday. I was ready to go swimming in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy with it being 55 on Saturday when we were hunting. I'm, 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 I don't need that 80 stuff. Don't great. you want a little bit of snow when you're hunting? Though? No. No? No, I'm old. I just, you know, I like it. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, the, the temperature doesn't, the cold temperature doesn't bother me if it's really windy, which I ended up getting that way Saturday. But, um, no, I, I've been lucky. My kid's a pretty good shot, so when he shoots, they drop, and we don't have to track them, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. I like this weather because we can still have outdoor recess and it's one day closer to not having to shovel. That's true. <laughs> and you don't have to shovel rain. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. a nice thing. I've had a lot of that. It's, uh, so, I mean, you guys have a lot going on and, oh. and not just simply because you're moving parts back and forth from, from down in Virginia, Jeffy's Fab Farm. The, the season has, has quickly spiled into a, uh, a life of its own. You guys mm-hmm. are picking things up. I know we talked about this a while ago about what's the um, what's the limit, what's the goal, where do you want things to end up, and, and it strikes me that maybe you've already gotten gotten past the point of your expectations. Yeah, and that <laughs> expectations came pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> we we never anticipated to be as busy as we were our first year. We expected, I think we had what maybe five six shows. We were like, oh, we'll break in with that, and then that turned into. 15 really quick 
and seven of those were all standalone shows, which is five times the amount of work. <laughs> five but times. It, it's all worth it. <laughs> yeah. Five times for me. She does more. Yeah. Busy in chat quick. There's Scott Kiefer checking in, Ryan Mitchell, Dustin Grader, and uh, Jeremy Smith uh, all checking in already. So uh, let's let's go back before we dive into everything that's coming up. You got the chance to go to Blizzard Bash for the first time this year. Yeah, and it blew me away. As soon as that <laughs> first car came through the tunnel and you feel it in your chest, oh, it's your kid in the candy store. It's the best thing ever. So what's, uh, what, what does that mean for next year? There's, there's all this craziness about you're going to build a car and go out there. And, oh, yeah. Every show I've ever been to to watch once, the next year I run it. So <laughs> we'll see what's going to happen, what one-and-done heats they have. I'm not, I'm not going to do one of those teams because I'm not up to that par. But I definitely got to do a one-and-done. You could do a limited world team. I don't have a team. <laughs> to get to Kansas. But like That's a one a lot and done would be great because that track is huge. Right. And like you could get moving, which I love that idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you can get Illumina going in like a front wheel drive class or something, you'd be flying. We've seen we've seen that happen before and, and the fact that those cars are so light and all of the mass is over the front tires already, the way that they hook up and they can take off. Oh yeah. They get they get to moving. Yeah. Oh, when they were rolling Camaros going forward, that was the best. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see that often. Yeah, no, they uh, they definitely get after it out there. It, uh, yeah, I saw it not long after you guys. Devin will be at Blizzard Bash next year. And I was you, like, you yeah, he'll to. fit right in. That's, and the funny thing is, is every text message I got about how amazing Blizzard Bash was or how awesome Blizzard Bash was, all I kept thinking in my mind is, okay, this is going to cost me. <laughs> this is going to cost me. This is going to cost how much? Well, you'll get a weekend vacation. It'll be Yeah, great. it'll be beautiful. Beautiful. You go down there, freeze. Oh, it's awesome. Oh. How fast the, the, the plaza sold out? Uh, yeah, it's like, it, I don't, yeah. 45 yeah. minutes, the plaza yeah. sold out. Yeah. Is it that what it was, off. 45? That's, I thought that was the number. That yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, every text message I got, I'm just like, okay, that's a dollar sign. That's a dollar <laughs> sign. It's worth it. It's worth it. you got to experience it. And the funny thing is, is then I get messages from TJ. Because TJ, TJ, and, TJ, TJ right did he? Yeah. See, so he's, TJ he's and TJ and Devin get together with these wild and crazy ideas, and then all of a sudden, TJ and Devin are going to drive. Devin's going to drive to Maryland, hook up with TJ. They're going to both load up and drive across we'll to take Kansas. A car and we'll just take shifts driving. And Kayla and I are yeah. like, "You guys go, we're flying." That sounds fun. <laughs> the girls are going to fly, make it nice and easy. Yeah, you only yeah. need two more cars now. Yeah, yeah you're halfway, halfway to a, you're halfway to a team. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to join, Chris? No. Want to go in a car? I, I have to buy a lot more parts to go to a limited well. <laughs> I'm still on as it is. Compact team. I, <sighs> I still have to buy a lot of parts. <laughs> well, if you quit breaking them, you won't have to buy as many. <laughs> See, Chris, all I'm hearing is money and money and money. <laughs> exactly. Well, they print more every day. That's what I hear. Right? Just they print it every day. That's you what I get always told. Always make more money. If you guys put an extra shift in, you can always make more money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at yeah, you're a funeral director. People are always dying to get in there. So right? I mean, there's you know you're in demand the there. Always there for you. You just gotta yeah. go get it. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you for the support. Thank you. Eric Remington. TJ said that you can do a team, but nobody's insurance can cover him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue. Hmm. Well, we'll we'll test Tim's insurance at Bash this year. There you go. Uh, <laughs> That's one of those premonitions that we don't do that. No, <laughs> no. Don't talk about the no-hitter. That's don't yeah. do that. We don't need that. That's not, yeah, we'll we'll stay with I have insurance on Devin. With, with that thought, though, you should probably, I mean, if if that is your goal, 
out there in, in Topeka getting a car that'll go as fast as possible. I'm wondering if they're going to have to put white doors on the cars again out there. <laughs> <laughs> that way you can see. You know what you're going for. Yeah. Tunnel vision. Yeah, the tunnel I, I vision. Never, I never go for a door ever. Huh? I'll, ne- I'll never go for a door. I, <laughs> I know. You go but for like, a wheel with the car move. No, I always go for the trunks because it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Driving right to somebody's yeah. backseat does look yeah. good. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it does anything at all in the compacts, but it looks cool. It Guys does. like me love it. it I, I really remember, do. do you I made remember? one hit where the rear strut touched the headrest Wait. of the car in one hit. Do you remember? That was the Trump car. <laughs> yeah. And Chris oh, is like, that Trump car is now a true car because he had hit <laughs> yeah. it so hard. It was a fresh <laughs> Lumina one-shot junk. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, that. On the... Tony Burkhart, was, he was... He had, he was Ready to do some business on the back of that Imperial. It knocked his own steering out, but boy, it looked cool when you ripped it. Oh, it was yeah. the best thing yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that it tore everything off underneath the car, that probably the quite what part. he was planning for. It was but worth it. Yeah, it was, it was worth that it. was a hell of a hit. How, how loud was that track side when that happened? I, I don't know if it was louder because of the motors or just the crowd went absolutely nuts. Like, as soon as the crowd went crazy, like it, it definitely <laughs> went louder than the motors. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm too quiet. Well, the yeah, they um, technical difficulties. Yeah, the uh, there we go. one time um, back in the day when we were there, Russ came up and all of a sudden I had a feeling behind me and I look, it was Russ. I'm like, you want to see it? And he's like, yeah. So I said, hey, do you mind if I go down there? And he's like, no, go ahead. So I went and stood on the wall out there and it was. I mean, because when we're you know when we're in the the booth out there, we're we're pretty shielded from the noise and you know we're ways away from the cars. But man, you get down on that wall. Oh, I well, when we had half glass. Yeah, remember the years when we were in an open booth and it yeah. was just half glass and you couldn't hear a thing. Yeah, and the sound that was pumped into our headsets included uh, all the ambience so that we could mm-hmm. hear one another. Our mics were picking up the track noise, so the track noise was doubled. Yeah, oh. so, I mean, and we were deaf by the end of the week. It was oh, great. Man, you could <laughs> anything now? Now they've done all those renovations. We're behind uh, mm-hmm. uh, double plate glass and everything. I mean, you can't. It's just like just like being in here. You can't hear anything. Yeah, well, when so you came that. down at Bash for Cash this yeah. in May and stood at the wall yeah. with me and hung out, it's a totally different feel. Oh, like yeah. people don't understand what it's oh, like yeah. being right on trackside. Yep. And they don't understand, first of all, how you have to have your head on a swivel all the time because yeah. things are going on all the time. Oh yeah. But that feeling in your chest and that feeling on the ground and it just that vibration. Feel and the, the motor in your yeah. chest, that's yep. the best. And yeah. that's I mean that's you know, when when there's hits, you know, and they and I mean we're up, well, we're probably what six, six eight feet, feet yeah. off the off the track, at least. and they hit the wall hard enough where it'll shake the ground where you're standing. Mm-hmm. And you know, people complain about there not being enough big hits at, at, at Bash, <laughs> and I'm like, you got to come stand where we are because yeah. there is there is stuff shaking. But yeah. you know, it, and it's that's the thing. I mean, you you get to these big shows, and you don't realize, you know, because. And that's, you know, with the harder builds, that's some of the problems is the cars don't bend like they do. So they you know. don't see the bend. Yeah. You see the driver flying around yeah. that rail. Yeah. Ball. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, it's, it's, you know, it's crazy, but um, no, it'll, it'll definitely, you know, definitely fit right in out there. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I got to go through that tunnel at least once. Oh yeah. Yeah. I couldn't imagine doing that. That's, that's gotta be pretty cool. It's on the bucket list. Yeah. Walking through it is cool. Yeah, oh yeah. Just when you walk through it. Well, remember the one year when we were we'd go down on the on the track and do our intro and then go back up to the booth and just being down there for that was like holy cow! This is, you know, it it was it was amazing. But yeah, it's that's like a mecca out there, man. That's definitely one. So how much do you have to build to get to get back into the the V eight game? I bought most of it already for my bash car because I've never I've never really been heavy into the V eight stuff. 
So a lot of my parts I've always just built my own. But when I won that raffle car from Ingram, I ended up getting a good drive line. So I had that. Oh, but now getting into the heavier stuff, well, you need a bigger and better diff and you need more protection. And now you need tires, you need tie rods, you need ball joints. Like, it adds up pretty quick. Devin has just spent his entire Christmas, birthday, Christmas 2022, Christmas 23, <laughs> Christmas 24. Like entire driveline. Yeah, so he, um, well, he's in Topeka with Jeff, and they're, you know, talking and deciding what they're going to do and what Devin needs to run. And after Jeff's run at Buried Alive and his alcohol, you know, 5.3 LS and how that sounded, and I think a lot of it reverberated off the mountains, but... You know, no, I've I've seen it in person. <laughs> yes, it's, it's that loud. <laughs> so Devin decides he wants that, and Jeff's like, "Well, if you want it, come and get it, run it, not a problem, right?" So Devin decides, "No, I'm going to build my own. I'm going to build one with." So whatever you have, yeah, I want it. He goes, "You duplicate what you have and send it to me, and I'm going to put it together." So Jeff and Devin have decided to do that. But on top of that, you know, with that engine, now he needs a Roy Turner diff. And he needs some Rats Fab, you know, tires right. and you need the best of the yeah. best. So, so does that mean your guard motors for sale? It actually I mean, it could may be. be. It's sitting in a friend's garage right now. Once I went to the LS, I, I don't know. I can't go back. It's that Fab Farm power. It's it's amazing. Interesting. Well wishes out to Jeremy. Gardner, yes, anyway. I yes. forgot about that. Hopefully he's doing okay. Yeah, um, I saw his wife put a post up the other day. There's a whole bunch of birthdays that I've I've blanked on. Now I, I know. Uh, Daniel Ort's birthdays today, and there was there was a whole slew of other ones that I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think Daniel Ort's like twenty five now. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Damn kids. <laughs> I just got to keep Jeff and Devin away from each other. He he loves my money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking about that. It's like one of the one of the worst decisions that that could possibly be for those two together. It's like that's right? just, you're just lighting money on fire. It's great for us. For, who? <laughs> for me and Jeff. Uh, Chris, on the other hand, she suffers. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will definitely admit that Jeffy's LS motors are very impressive. They sound good. They run good. Uh, when Klinger had the one at uh, um, Iron City Nationals, yeah, Iron City. That was he had a, he had a he had a uh, I think it was a five three in alcohol, and that thing was just oh man, was it impressive and. Yeah, I, I can definitely like I you know I, I've never driven one, but you know with talking with Jeffy, it's it's definitely you know my Zach and I have been talking and and uh, you know we we may have to try one out before we we call it quits because I mean and the thing with the LSs are is you know if you don't take the motor apart and do any real work, I mean you can have a amazing running LS motor relatively cheap. So cheap, yeah. Yeah, you know I, I I've. Um, you know, I, I sent Jeffy a, a text See, here. It's not even expensive. Just right? listen to the guys that want and to And what you spend, money. you can <laughs> exactly. reuse if you blow the motor up, you go get another motor, yeah. plug and play, and you're ready to rock yeah. roll And that's the thing. I mean, really, the, the most expensive, you know, stuff is the, the harness and stuff that you get from Jeffy. Yeah. I mean, the motors are basically a dime a dozen. Yeah, There's a lot of them around. Um, but, no, I, I've been very impressed with them. Um, you know, the last the last show I ran, uh, which was uh, – or, no, that wasn't the last show. Um, uh, I ran it at meltdown um it came down to two ls's and i mean they were screaming wide open and then they left the gas and they just sent their purring and i was yeah. like man that is so impressive just yeah, no matter how hot you get it yeah. doesn't matter yeah yeah I've, and that's when i went to iron city this year i i uh i got there we were there early and uh so i got to hang out and talk with jeffy before you know he was mobbed by customers um <laughs> it just you know I, 
the the knowledge that he can that he shares. I oh. uh, just it was. If you could stick a USB oh, in his goodness. head and download it. Oh my goodness! The entire Derby world would be better off. Yeah, it's it, it was neat just to sit there and listen, and you know what yeah. it actually takes to to do it. It's it's definitely you know. It's it's definitely a very impressive uh, package, and yeah. it, it really, really, it is cheap for you know for to, to get a top running derby motor like that. Yeah, yeah. And you can do all the like I said, you can do most of the work yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So we're he's building a pro stock car. He's on the team. I got in forty <laughs> seconds. Can you hear me? Got them registered. So quick fingers. Oh, hey, <laughs> when you know how to like work the internet and get things. Set and ready to go. Not your first time around. It's huh? not my first rodeo getting them <laughs> registered at a quick thing. So, I was funny because he was he was out for dinner, and his teammates were waiting to hear what was going on. And Devin messaged me. He goes, "I heard it sold out." And I said, "Yeah, 40, 45 seconds. It sold out." And he's like, oh, "Okay, well, I guess I'll have to try and think of what else I'll have to run." Compact spots left. Or? Yeah. And then I'm like, "But I got you in." And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> "So." That's great. Jeff's hanging out with us online. Jeff, how are you? Good. How are you guys? We're doing okay. We're talking about how cheap um, LS engines are. <laughs> Any thoughts? Yeah, I just said that to my Bluetooth and I lost it for a second. What happened? You just fell, to, fell into the bottom of the lake or something? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We're good now. I'm up. I'm up. So. <laughs> we're talking about yeah. We're talking about how you and Devin like to spend money. Uh, I'm a I'm a pretty good facilitator. A lot of uh, uh, people's uh, significant others hate me at certain points of the year. <laughs> so what I I wish we had a video of Jeff because it's you know because you know he's either welding or designing something right now or. Working the machine with his earbuds in, with a phone stuck under his just gonna say it's yeah on his, 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 his helmet, and he's doing yeah. like six things at once. So, Jeffy, I'm, nice. actually, I'm actually designing a new steel rack for the shop. Nice. Um, I, I was sitting in the office, you know, waiting for time to go by, and idle hands are the devil's playground. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a steel rack to hold about four thousand pounds of extra material above the office to get some stuff up off the floor. So that's what I'm designing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Chris is on the end of They were talking about uh, Devin replicating your 5.3 LS. <laughs> well, uh, he was more than welcome to boil it, but now he wants to keep one for 12 months a year. So, uh, Pretty much everything um, in hand. A few things we got to build. We set of headers and a fuel system and some bits and pieces. But he's got he's got a, a good a good swing of things, and he's going to open one up and change some parts and put it together. And now it's time to uh, you know see see if we can go to the next step. I just want to see if he can get his front bumper as high as you did in Maryland. That's that's the next goal. Uh, the key, the key with the Maryland car was two things: uh, engine that wouldn't stop, uh, or three things: engine that wouldn't quit, heavy foot, and a rotten car. So I knew that <laughs> was, I knew that was going to happen. So it was I, like Canadian clean. Yeah, I, I was just going to say I didn't think anything rotted in Virginia. Uh, it was kind of soft, and it was supposed to be my '80s bash, '80s wire bash car from like four years ago, um, and then. 
it just never got built and it sat at the farm and it just got rougher and rougher and rougher. And I was putting my, my, uh, did your own grave plates on as, as I'm hammering more and more stuff piling up on the floor. And I went, oh, this can't be good. And I put it all the way up on the lift and the whole entire driver's side box is gone. Um, I sent Jacob some pictures. I said, I'm going to rebuild this out of factory fitness material. And he's like, yeah, go to town. And I was like, this thing is going bad <laughs> fast. So I used it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think anything went bad down there. I, I I I knew two things. I knew I could put my foot to the floor and not have to worry about it, and I knew I wasn't going to break my transmission. So I knew whatever else happened happened. I prepared for no steering. I prepared for everything that I thought could possibly happen, and it worked out. It's all about preparedness, I suppose, right? Sometimes, sometimes a little luck. <laughs> I, I, I still can't believe we're, we're talking about how high that, that nose got. You know, that, that thing, it, uh, it's become a thing of legend. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing legends are made of. Yeah. The, the nose on that thing. The, the it was, it was pretty cool, Ryan. I, I needed a run like that. Yeah. You know, if if you ran more than once every four or five years, car wouldn't cars wouldn't sit and rust so much. True. Well, I, I actually in the stable right now. I've got a seventy-five four-door, a seventy-five two-door uh, GM that's clean. I've got a seventy-three wagon that's rotten body, but good chassis. I don't know where I'm going to take it. Um, I've got a Buick and and I've got an old. I, for some reason, I ended up with this old iron nose bit. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do or where I'm going to run. But I'll have fun. Are any of those going to end up in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> he can't he's, say anything right now. He's, he's he's spent enough money for you know. Right now, he's he's going to wait. He's crossing his fingers, Jeffy. <laughs> Reminded of all those Facebook posts, and I just hope nobody sells my derby stuff. And <laughs> the thing is, is I'm the one who pays for it all. I'm the one who makes the deals on it. Well, with the it's exception, hard to hide it. yeah. Like I'm the one who. He, it's funny because I get a text message from Devin, and it's a link to something, and it's like, "Can you get this for me?" And then I'm the one who has to make the deal, or I'm the one who has to, you know, unless it's like something that him and Jeff have cooked up. Then it's a little bit different, but... All, all the cars, I just send them to her and say, here, give me this. Yeah, and then I text them and say, okay, you've got an appointment to pick it up at this time and this date, and this is the, the money. So, yeah, I, I know what they're worth. He has no clue. <laughs> he has no clue. He's the driver. That's, you know, He's take like care Hollywood. Of him. He just, you know... I'm not going to do a lot of the work, too. I just don't buy the stuff. Yeah. He hasn't well, Jeff Gordon cared how much the, the 24 car cost to put on the track? No. Not a bit. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, That's what he money. says. He can make more money. He can make more money. They print it every day. Oh. Fortunately, the United I, States a little too I fast. Have the most, I have the most amazing spouse because she's been in motorsports longer than me, and she knows exactly what stuff costs. Yeah. So there's, there's never an argument. She knows what stuff costs. There's never better than I because I can't even hold a candle to, to what it costs to build something that she drives. So <laughs> that's, 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 I think, the best part uh, on the planet is, is you know, don't tell my wife how much that cost, or what about this and what about that. And I remember I had, when my engine went bad in Vegas, uh, first thing out of her mouth is, you need a fresh spare on the floor no matter what. And I looked at her and I was like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was, 
yeah, but, it's so hard to compete with anybody else in, in that department because she's she's got me beat, and and you know preparation is everything with racing, and and you start doing that with with yeah, the motion baby, it's it's you know it's a win win. So. But Jeffy, with your current schedule, I mean, you you, you don't run enough to to spend a lot of money. I mean. <laughs> You're always in the shop making money, so I mean, she's she's kind of got the best of both worlds. She goes off and races, and you know, you're always at the shop working. So I mean, you're not really spending much money. No, no, uh, no. But when there's no there's no compromise if I if I need a part uh, for yeah. me as well, whether it comes from me and we build it in the shop, or or if I need a part for my car, uh, you know. Now, now there's no. There's no, oh, maybe it'll be all right. It was a fresh transmission and a spare on the floor in case in the 11th hour, that one didn't work. Um, so that's, I mean, with, if you hang around with Matt and Robin for any length of time, it's, it's, there is, there is no, you know, there's no, oh, we'll get them next week. It, it, the car's going on the trailer, it's going to the track no matter what. Like, it's, there's no quit. So, um, yeah, so even if I am building the eleventh hour, and even if I don't have enough time, we, we got it. You know, everything's got to be done right. So. Um, a little off the derby subject, but is is the drag car in the shop and, and getting gone through for next season yet? Mm, new, new seat, uh, sending you know restraints and stuff out for certification. We got to send the clutch can out for certification. Uh, certain things, it's their it's their year to get reserted. Um, Basically, you know, give it a freshen up, tidy up some stuff we didn't get done when we built it the first time. Um, and, and yeah, we, I mean, Easter weekend, we got to be ready and at the track and ready to go. So, we got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work to do. So, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it does. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize all that stuff went into that. Yeah, we, we started, we started uh, our, uh, our summer. Uh, when we saw you guys at Bash, when we had the rig there, um, and you guys got to see the car for a second, we, we left Saturday night, and we were gone every weekend till the middle of August. Jeffy, did you guys go out to PRI this year? Uh, we didn't. With so much going on and, and being so busy in the shop, uh, we decided to ask PRI, and, and those four days out of the shop is like a lot. I might as well be gone for a month. So we decided to axe that trip, and, and thankfully it wasn't weeks and weeks and weeks to get parts out, and we got all our Black Friday customers satisfied by uh, within about 10 days. So that was, that was huge. Gotcha. How much did you uh, How much did you move out this week? Mm, I don't know. We, we, I don't know. I can't even compute it anymore, to be honest with you. Um <laughs> We, uh, let's put it this way. Uh, FedEx sends me uh, donuts uh, and thanking me for my for my patronage. Um, <laughs> we're, we're busy. We're, we're, we're freaking busy. Well, we have an eight foot yeah. box that's full to the to the brim of parts going up to Canada. So I got my two wheel centers in. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> 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 well, it was funny. We were uh, uh, Zach's one from college now until January. And uh, we didn't get to run last year. Um, the, the driver mixed, uh, messed up and didn't get entered into uh, Jeremy's show. He's like, Dad, we we got to get the centers for our rims. And I said, yeah, I know. 
So then he went upstairs and I got got on Jeffy's website and I'm like, I better order these. So got them ordered because uh, I would be surprised if we were putting wheel centers in this week and, and starting to get stuff ready. So. Um, yeah, thank you for your business, Brian. I was happy to see your name come across the order sheet. <laughs> well, you know, and it's it's funny because like I talked to Jeffy before and I talked to him about getting um, you know specific um, diet or specific uh, wheel patterns. And I never, I never asked him what his wheel wheel centers were. I never did any of that stuff. So I got on and I looked, and I'm like, "There's four. and I'm like, "Hey, there are three of the four I need, or you know, they're right there." So I just ordered them, but I, I'd been wanting to, and I just hadn't gotten them. So it was, you know, wheel centers this time. Maybe next time it'll be uh, be a wiring harness for an LS. We'll, we got to see what happens. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to uh, to, to wipe that. Uh other tattoo off your arm <laughs> <laughs> get that mopar well it was it was funny we were uh uh zach and i were going over to dad's tonight and uh he goes dad he goes i think we should send one of our magnums down to jeffy and have him have him do all the stuff to him put fire or fuel injectors in it and, da, 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 da. and i'm like who's gonna pay for it and he's like well you are and i was like <laughs> um bud I, I asked jeffy what that would cost and we aren't doing that <laughs> Not, not that it was, you know, not that it's a bad price, but for oh, the God. amount of derby and I do, that ain't happening. Oh, I mean, God. but but you can't, you know, it's 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 it would be a, a new product, you yeah. know. Obviously, Jeffy would have to take a bunch of time to do it. It's not that it was, you know, it's an expensive price, but for as, much, as much as I run, it wouldn't be worth it. But he's like, well, we got to find an LS, and I said, I know, but I'm so. fairly confident it's not going to have a whole lot of resale value either. <laughs> no, I get down with it, it'll be junk. Um, <laughs> But uh, we we got I got uh, Jamie out to Aldridge just looking for an LS for me and uh, you know oh I, swaying to the dark I th- side I, th- I think I, just once just you know, maybe twice I don't know never go once back. you once I you do it, it you'll never go back right Jeffy it. yeah oh yeah no and 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 I heard that the comment earlier about Brian was was admiring Klinger's, uh setup. just just to clarify that that is a bone stock work truck four eight. Valve covers not even off on alcohol, so that's the that's the baby of the family. Um, with just you know some some preventative maintenance done to it, and I had to beg him to let me take the oil pan down to make sure we didn't have any sludge or anything in it. He was like, "Do not touch it." So that is your basic, basic, basic. And and my my go to has been the four eight. Um, Kevin and Christy can attest to this. My stock 4.8 and my black truck that I ran many times in Canada was literally a 300,000-mile map of delivery truck takeout that I did nothing to and dropped it in there. And I, I've won with the truck. I've gotten mad bags with the truck, and it pushed a full-size three-quarter ton truck around with ease. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, oh, that, must thing must, that thing must be a six-liter. And it's like, no, it's not. It's just the right combination it's the right stuff yeah and it's you know that's something jeffy taught me a lot about when we were down there at iron city you know he he explained to me you know the horsepower they already have and then he'd do a little this and a little that and and it wasn't anything extreme you know it was it was all pretty pretty interesting you know pretty neat stuff and um no i i definitely am very impressed with them um you know i i uh probably gonna have to try one before i uh helm it up Well, that would be fun, right? <laughs> sink your foot into that. Oh yeah, and I will definitely sink my foot into that. <laughs> but, we uh, have uh, we have a lot of really cool collaborations with Jeffy um, coming up. 
this coming year. We have our first ever Fab Farm Presents, our figure eight team show. So we have a team show for figure eight cars coming up in July, which is pretty cool because it'll be a three on three heads up bracket style, which has never been done before in Ontario or anywhere else that we're aware of. Oh, so all the figure eight guys are crazy and there's like 64 or no, how many teams? I think it'd be 64 cars. 64 cars in total racing figure eights in our team show. Yeah. So that's very common for us. Yeah. The figure figure eights are huge right now. They do a figure eight at our hometown and it's, except it's like a double figure eight sort of, and it, it gets a few cars, but nothing like that. But I mean, like you look and you know, there's some places, there's some pockets where figure eight is big. Yeah, we have, we have a huge following for figure eight. Like yeah. if we have a show and there's no figure eight, the drivers oh. are messaging us. They're they're upset. Yeah, <laughs> wow. We want to run this weekend car? too. How many of them run their car twice? They run the figure eight. Oh, there's there. there's some cars that have forty fifty runs on them. Yeah. So oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's they're crazy. they're they put, crazy. Well, they think we're crazy putting all the time into a derby car. Well, they put just as much into a figure eight car. Like some of the cages are amazing. Like they've spent a lot of time on the wiring and all that. They're beautiful cars. Yeah. yeah, so we'll have actually a bracketed style like Blizzard Bash. Yeah. We're going to take that and do a bracketed style figure eight, three on three, and it'll be like Fab Farm Presents. And, like, we get to bounce a lot of really cool ideas off of Jeffy, and he bounces ideas off of us. So it's it's really neat to be able to kind of have Jeffy on board and, and helping as, like, our title sponsor for a lot of our shows. And, and that just, like, Impact and Fab Farm have always gone hand in hand. So to have them both together at all the shows, it's it's just such a win-win combination. Is the season finalized at this point? Our season is not finalized at this point. You're still, you're still We're still, like we have, we just finished our season and after the season we had, we have a whole bunch of fairs that we've never worked f- with before contacting us and asking us to give them quotes and contracts and stuff. Right now, as it looks, we're, we're probably going from, 14 shows this year to close to 40 shows in 2022. It's going to be busy. Hopefully the crew is ready for it. Holy cow. We we do a lot of traveling, too, for these shows. Like, the one weekend, I think we put 20 hours of driving in. Yeah. And it was a a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was all over Ontario. That is crazy. You have to remember, like Jeffy said before, you have to remember, like, where we come from, you can drive an hour in any direction and and you're hitting one of your local fairs, especially in the fall. So we have like, so condensed down in, in Southern Ontario, we have, you know, 30 fairs that need promoters to run their derbies between September and October. Yeah. So it's, it's a busy fall. Your season's crammed in offset to where most yes. of the New York stuff is, too. Exactly. New York is, is real, real... June Heavy set in June, June and July. August, yeah. 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 Usually by Labor Day, it's already wrapped up. But I think yeah. that's because of the state fair. Yeah. The state fair just basically well, tells everybody you're done. Well, I mean, you got to look at Canada. I mean, it's not fully thawed until somewhere, <laughs> you know, mid-August. Right. So then they got, like, two months to get everything before it starts freezing again, so... That's right. Stay tuned for our sled dog derby that we're having. <laughs> Jason Sherman... Jason Sherman is is in the chat, and, and like we said last week, Road Rage, um, getting ready to amp up for 2022 as well. He said the Albany area has a lot of figure eight races. And, really? And I don't, I don't remember. 
the the density down there. I mean, I don't. I just asked no. if it was at racetracks or if it was if it was standalone shows. I mean, figure eight races. You know, Yates County had figure eight races. There was some element of figure eight race at uh, Ontario County. So I know a lot of the county fairs around here have it, but it's not like crazy. You go further into the Midwest, they figure eight race. I Yes. You know, yeah. They get crazy with yeah. those. We've actually entertained the idea of having uh, V eight figure eight. Um, but you just need the big enough track to do it. Like, yeah. you need room to swing those around and get around the eight. So we just have to find a, a space that's big enough. And right now, we don't have a venue that is big enough to have that V8 figure yeah. eight. And you need um, a really hard track, too, Yeah, right? and you need a hard track. You don't want to be stuck down in the in the dirt and spinning your tires. No, no one has fun. No. So, but... Yeah, we've, we've never... I mean, like I said, we've had some decent car numbers for it at Waterloo, but they do, like, a double inverted eight it's kind of weird how it, they it's not an inverted eight the inverted eight is where the track was like it looked like the hourglass that's what they used to have at weed sport back in the day yeah crazy so, eights yeah they call those they don't have that they just have a third tire in the middle yeah oh. so you just so, gotta go so around yeah. and around yeah yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. And, and it gets really really confusing because sometimes they put the tire down upside down so you got the arrows going the wrong oh <laughs> it gets, it gets it gets real confusing gets real fast. Interesting. <laughs> like, and there was a couple of years where the starting line they would, they would do a parade lap and they would start, but when they came back around for the S's, the starting line was on the wrong side of the track. Yeah. So it got it. The scoring gets very creative. We yeah. did that last year when we had our young bucks versus the old guys. <laughs> um, so we had a Jeffy had called us and said, "You got to do something for Reg. You got to do something like some kind of cool idea to have the old figure eight guys, the legends, the legends against, the young, against the young rookies that are coming up and running." So we had this, but we kind of tricked them up. So we had the three legends and the three rookies, and we had them starting where they normally start and do their figure eight. So the second lap, we're like, they're all second getting race. ready to a second race. They're all getting ready to line up, and we're like, "No, no, no, no." We're going over the other yeah. side to start on the other side. And yeah. they were if like... you're the best, you got to be able to adapt. Yeah. So... Right. And they were all like, what? No, yeah, no. So now you're racing it backwards. Yeah. So they had oh. to go backwards and adjust everything well, that they're used to. And the it rookies was... rookies knew what they were doing because the legends didn't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Reg. They outschooled you. They blocked you in. But, but thanks to, like, having that amazing relationship with Jeffy, we, we've, like put some of these really cool things like even when we bounced the idea of the mad dog invitational when devin was talking to jeff about the mad dog invitational and inviting all of the mad dogs to run a heat at the end of the year and you had to win to get in and stuff if we didn't have that collaboration with fab farm we wouldn't be able to do a lot of the stuff we do and now we're still doing it again this year and it's it's very stressful let me tell you when we went to have that mad dog invitational and you have a heat of 20 pro compacts that are all mad dog drivers and they're all going for the ultimate mad dog you're like oh my god like my insurance minutes and there's full weld camry's garbage yeah like garbage so you, you guys are you guys are doing a lot we've had we had three or four people in the last couple of years that have really stepped up and tried to bring the standalone shows mm-hmm. you know kings of old school was was a major player in that you know like your rumble was, was yeah. big for out the, in the western part of the state um and then after Kings of Old School, we had Road Rage and Spinning Wheels. Mm-hmm. Spinning Wheels is doing a lot to try and, and, yep. and move things along. Raise the bar. You're, yeah. Right. And, you know, getting down with, like, what TJ's doing, yep. what Frankie's doing, and, and, and the facelift of Iron City and trying to apply that stuff. You guys are doing that same kind of thing and, and, and pulling Ontario up into some of the modern times, but there's some kicking and screaming, some fight back to it. But like, Yeah. 
some of the some of the drivers and some of the even the promoters and stuff they don't want change like who likes change no one likes change Brian right so Brian you love change right I love change I got some in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you walk in and and you kind of shake up things that people aren't used to yeah, like just it, changing rules like the rules alone like some of the drivers love the different rules and there's a lot of guys who are like well I don't I don't want to do that well you, you don't have to but like these are the rules and this is the way it's going to be but like some of the guys because i open up open up a little bit to get some creativity i bring the rules from shows that i've ran that i really enjoy that ontario has never done i've never seen cars built this way in ontario so i bring it up and then they try it and some of the drivers are loving it yeah like this shortening like that was never happening in compacts before yeah so. So we allow that, and some of the guys are absolutely head over heels for it. Some guys don't like it. It's it's nice it's, when we have a team. Everybody. When we have a team like Daniel LeBlanc, like Rick Lewis, who's ran Blizzard Bash, and we're um, not doing double figure eights, right? No, 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 no. Just just <clears throat> and when you have like Reg Bonneau, who are, they're all like current builders that build very well, and they run shows stateside, mm-hmm. so we can take what we and love we run currently. Uh, what we love about building in the states and rules in the states and things that we love about shows in the states and we bring it into our standalone shows and even to our fair shows and we want people to experience in Ontario what we've experienced coming down here and running sure. and they don't get the experience that so it's nice to have that opportunity and bring some of those changes and those rules and like different things. In Ontario things. there's a handful of drivers that have crossed the border. Yeah. There's, there's really not a whole lot mm-hmm. so when we can bring certain aspects of the American Derby up like, they feel like it's a huge show. Like, I've had a lot of drivers comment that to me. So, oh, it's the biggest show I'll ever run. Like, well, no. You can – it's an introduction. Yeah. <laughs> you can go and now, further. And now we have the Canadian Invasion coming down to Bash this year. Like, we have <laughs> – That's awesome. I think we have, what, like 40, 40 or something. 40 drivers that have registered. It's That's kind awesome. of like the, the minivan heat at Bash is going to be an all-Canadian heat, I think. It'll be a good time, then. It's, oh, yeah. it's like that's where they've all decided to run and nice. kind of go into. So it's, it's going to be interesting. So Some, Something I think, you know, you guys have done and I think um, or in our, can, will continue doing is I think that promoters are um, becoming more willing to work with drivers. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you guys are bringing new stuff to Canada, but, like, you're not alienating the guys that don't or the, the drivers that don't yep. want to change no. or don't you know what I mean you're, you're you're opening up more eyes and you're opening up more classes and yeah. that's you know I, I was talking with um, Jeremy Gully here I don't know it was within the last couple months and uh, you know we were just talking about classes going into next year and this and that and um, you know he's, he's like well he's like you know this class you know it, it started out I had a lot of cars but he's like I get down and I only have four or five cars and he's like you know, I pay because I said I was going to pay, but he's like, I'm not getting the support, so, you know, we're going to have to get rid of that class. But this class is picking up because this class is full every heat. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's good to see because they kind of, you know, driver promoters are figuring, you know, they're, they're, they're working with the drivers and they're giving the drivers, you know, what they want, the different builds. And well, if you don't give the drivers what they want, you don't have a show. Yeah, exactly. Like, you need right. to make as many drivers as happy as possible. It's, mm-hmm. it's not easy all the time. But, yeah. And when drivers give you feedback, you have to take it. And tr- again, try to make as many happy as you can. Mm-hmm. Like every every single bit of feedback we get, mm-hmm. we we listen to every single bit. Yeah. Because we can't better ourselves unless yeah. we hear the good and the bad. Yep. Like and I want to hear what you like and what you don't like, so yeah. I can fix it next time. Yes. And that's you know, and that just that helps everybody. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, there's definitely you know, 
but that's something you know that we we've just seen in the last few years is guys are, are working together. And you, you know what else I saw over the weekend? And this is kind of different, but the same. Dead deer pictures on Facebook. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> a lot of those. A lot of those. But uh, nice no, bucks. I, I mentioned PRI and all the major promoters for the late models, uh, Outlaws, Lucas, and there was another big name. All had a big meeting, and they're working to try to get their rules a little closer together so they can, sure. you know, that's have huge. Some, they they yeah. can have some, you know, shows together and so on and so yeah. forth. Um, and I, I, you know, hopefully yeah, someday that's have similar rules so that they can. Yeah, URC yeah. too. They have challenge shows. Yeah, you know, that's that. That would be something you know nice to work to eventually in Derby. You know, it, it's it's nice when you have when you have um, promoters that are willing to work together yep. yeah. and willing hold to that, hold that hold that thought just one second here. Jeffy, uh, I appreciate you coming yeah. on the show. I gotta, I gotta let you go. No, that's cool. Sorry, um, <clears throat> my earbuds died, and I had a really hard time hearing everybody. So I apologize if I wasn't uh, interjecting too much there the last little bit. No, you're fine. It's all right. No sweat. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll catch up with you soon. Sometime we'll do a FaceTime or something. But uh, uh, appreciate coming on, and uh, I will talk to you guys later. All right. Have a good one, Jeffy. Bye, Jeffy. Right, <laughs> Yeah, so it's nice having, you know, some promoters being able to talk. We yeah. we recently just put up a big post about wanting the drivers to give us information about what they want to see with our rules yep. and different changes. And uh, they put a lot of feedback in. Yep. And we took all of that feedback and we looked at some of the different promoters in our area and what their rule set was. And we had a conversation with one of our local promoters and um, we changed a couple of our rules to be a little bit closer to theirs so that that way drivers can go yep. from our show to their show. Yep. Now We had a meeting with, we had a, a quite a long meeting on the, during the week. Yeah. Just bouncing ideas around because, and we both agreed that like it's best for the drivers. Yeah. Because like we were saying, there's shows all over Ontario on any given weekend. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't want to drive two hours away, you can drive a show that's maybe 45 minutes down the road that your car may now fit that yeah. rule, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like uh, Frankie had a big meeting over the yes, weekend with all a bunch of drivers and well, builders. And, and that's that going to happen at uh, the expo too. Yeah, yes. that was that was yeah. pretty neat to see. So he's um, he's been working pretty hard, I see, on his rules and getting stuff ready and, and had the meeting with the drivers. Yeah. So, and that's, I think, didn't Bo used to do that when he was promoting? Yeah. Well, didn't he have a meeting he with did, the drivers actually. like Bo, once a season? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, we have a lot of, like, a uh, couple promoters that are in southern Ontario that really like our rules and, and use our rules as well, like Jason Dixon and stuff for Dresden. So it's nice to take his team cars and our team cars, and they can kind of go from one show to the other. And it's it, it really works when you have them working together and, yeah. and doing that, right? Because yep. the worst thing is, like, you, when you build a car, and you know what it's like, and then mm -hmm. you have to cut it apart to go yeah. to the next show, and it's a pain well, in the ass. you get to the show, and you don't want to do anything to yeah. it, and next thing you know, it's like, well, I could have added all this steel. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we've been seeing a little bit more of the some of the county fairs, not so much, but at least the standalone shows out here working together, and, and we're starting to see a little bit of that back and forth um, uh, with some of the national promoters, too. And, you know, you guys, it was, what, only about like two years ago that we started talking about being first-time promoters. And, yeah. and now uh, another guy from the, the history books of um, Crash Course lore, Ron McClung, is jumping into the promotership for next year, looking to help resurrect the Billy Bash show. Uh, Ron's joining us here on the line. He started getting a little bit nervous, and you know if we're, didn't know if we were going to get to him or not. But uh, there's Ron. Ron, man, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Chris? I'm all right. How's your birthday? I had a smashing good day. 
<clears throat> so uh, Billy Bash is a show that ended up getting a lot of attention, a lot of traction. Uh, it was a show that everybody looked forward to up there in um, in Canada, and now you've got the opportunity to to help bring that back to to prominence. And that's going to be up at the beginning of July, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. So what's this mean to you to be able to get this show back on the calendar? Um, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. And uh, this show is more about the drivers mm-hmm. and putting on a big show for the crowd. And it's more than just smashing cars. It's uh, whole family entertainment. Right. That was, a, that was a thrill show format before, right? Yeah. And it hasn't been, hasn't happened for... Uh, it's been at least 10 years, right? It's been a long time. Well, yeah, because Billy Bash hasn't ran since I've been with Devin, and we've yeah. been together 10 years, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was before my time in the derby world. I mean, how does how does this show come back to life? You know, we always talk about the county fairs and stuff. When they, they go away, they don't typically come back, and it's, it really makes some waves when you see a place get a show back, kind of like what, what you guys were able to do last year and, and breaking into some of the, some of the circle tracks and, and getting some traction there. And returning that, you know, Ron, how does this thing come back to come back to life? Uh, it's just because it's something I w- really want to do, and um, it's going to take a lot of effort. But uh, so far, all the uh, everything's been very positive. I've got lots of good people behind me. Um, I think we got a good rule set for the cars, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of drivers that are very excited to come and run. And uh, the prize money is very good. And there's going to be five foot trophies, good Mad Dog prizes, and we have uh, longest haul awards. Um, some really good partners are coming on board. In terms of the the payout, um, has let me back that up. Have registrations <clears throat> opened up yet? No, that that'll happen anytime soon. Okay, and we're then... just uh, working with uh, Devin's rules there for the compact cars and the trucks to kind of work together so everybody can reuse their vehicles at different shows. I mean, we got to kind of kind of take a moment to acknowledge the fact that that's happening, right? That's absolutely that's that's, that's the, the 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 working together thing that you guys were talking about, the fact that this it, this it, model is going to work. Yeah, so. it's it's hard to like we've never really seen that in Ontario, right? Cuz every every promoter has always been very different their own rule set and they've just never really it's never really worked out so seeing promoters willing to work with the drivers like and ron asking to work with us for the rule set it it really only benefits the drivers yeah and that's it's all for the drivers and and we had ron uh ron and brian both came and teched with us last year they helped us uh with impact they came and teched a couple of our shows and when Ron announced the Billy Bash, we were ecstatic. And we're, the first thing we did was reach out and say, hey, if you need any help, if you need anything, by all means. Devin's like, I hope he doesn't ask me to tech. I want to run. I want to run. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he, uh, yeah, we let Ron know that we're 100% support him behind it. And I think uh, there, a, really a ton of our crew is actually looking forward to, you know, supporting Billy Bash. Yeah. So. There'll be a lot of impact cars on the track, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you going for the bad dog there? You're not going to not. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Devin, that. Devin has a bunch of really, really heavy builds just before that show. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a busy so, beginning of the year. Like he's running that pro stock in Bash. He's running the Reaper uh, Invitational, which is going to be a really heavy build. Right. So 
chances are he's probably only going to be running like figure eight or something like that. But who we'll knows? See, you, see what a I derby, have a derby like a may, maybe a derby may break out in the middle of a figure eight. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. There might be a mad dog in a figure eight. We've done that once. <laughs> oh boy, we've awarded one. <laughs> yeah. In terms of uh, promoters working together in rule meetings, uh, Jake just posted that there's an ugly sweater party on Saturday. Four promoters talk about 2022. It's the stadium in Oxford, 6 o'clock, and it's open to all. So if you're not doing anything Saturday, come down and jump in the meeting. <laughs> there you go. In your spare time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when, when you guys were, you guys were first starting out, um, there was a learning curve. Oh yeah, you had to get acclimated to it, and now now you're the the grizzled veterans that are looking to take God forty derbies. Which side note, that's insane. <laughs> no, what was insane was taking one derby and having it cancel four days before the derby, and creating an entire standalone show within twenty four hours. That was insane. Devin, after we got canceled, Devin said, "I cannot allow." our drivers to I can't just cancel and refund them like there's not a chance nope. and I said okay well are we going to do this and we talked to our crew and our crew says yeah let's do this we'll do this and I'm like great that means I have a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> so we uh you know what my, we couldn't have pulled that together if it wasn't for our team our team was amazing and and to put a standalone show where you're responsible for everything right down to the porta potties like that was a learning curve and if we can do that in 24 hours which usually takes months to do you know you can do anything that's why I look at it. We we have faith in Ron's going to pull off a oh, yeah. pretty awesome weekend show. Now, where about where in Canada is this show going to be? It's in Burford, Ontario. Um, long-standing fairgrounds. I actually won Burford Fair back in 1984, and it's a, a dedicated derby pit with cement blocks. I was I ten. Even thought of then. I was ten. <laughs> I was ten years old in '84. In case anybody's wondering. Well, I was older than you. <laughs> I'm the oldest in the room. I'll be quiet. <laughs> what car did you have there? It was a round back wagon I won with. Did you junk it after one run? Yes, sir. <laughs> I saved way. it. There was, there, was, there was 10 more where that came from. I saved one. It's no big deal. Yeah. Back then, they were $100 a piece. Yeah. Don't you wish you had those wagons right now to, to resell, Ronnie? Every one of them. <laughs> or maybe get more than one run out of them? Oh, that too. Oh, absolutely. So I don't know. Ronnie's Ronnie's been known to uh, get a mad dog here or there, too. Sometimes he junk stuff. There's not a whole lot where Ron's he, got leftovers for a second. Run. Yeah, it's, he that got doesn't a mad dog. Often. The last mad dog, didn't you, Ronnie? The last mad dog you got was in Vegas, was it not? Uh, yes. Yeah. And yeah. that was. I would have got Mad Dog last weekend. Uh, I was told that if I had headers on my four six, they would have heard me. It's not that much work, Ron. Put them on. So, can we talk well, about your car from last weekend? No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so that car, if I'm not mistaken, is the car that got trailered at Clinton, was it not? That's correct. Yeah. So that was us. We we're bad. We oh. unfortunately trailered Ronnie and Clinton. Not something we, we ever want to do. For his Tennessee show, he didn't have to build a car. <laughs> <laughs> we're helping you out, Ronnie. <laughs> we're everybody's favorite. Yeah. We were we were thinking of you. Yeah, not something we ever ever want to do as a promoter. It broke my heart doing that. Yeah, but I I, I would have really rather have jumped it in Clinton because I'm, <laughs> well, I you towed it to Tennessee. Was Clinton fair? So, but I'm I'm so super glad that I did make the trip to. White Pine, Tennessee. Yeah, I had a really good time, and it's funny how my car magically appeared in uh, in the states. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take it with me. <laughs> but 
um, Interesting. I had a lot of fun down there. So uh, tell me a little bit about uh, about that run in its own right. You know, traditionally uh, you show up places underbuilt. Um, traditionally there isn't anything left to run a second time. I can't really think of the last <laughs> time you had a car that got two runs out of it. Uh, how was the well, run I've overall? A, I've had a couple cars that made two runs with my son Walden, a little plate here and a little plate there, and he got to junk them after I was done with them. Yeah, he's, but, he, uh, he's got a son that's a pretty good builder. <laughs> Brian's pretty yeah. decent, yeah. So is this something that's going to go? Is this a, a one-night-only thing or one-time-only thing with, with, with Billy Bash coming back? Is this going to have legs? Is this, is this Ron McClung no, getting out of the car? it's a three-day derby, and uh, the Friday night will open up with figure eight racing, and uh, there'll be heats and feature. And I also, at a request of the drivers, they wanted to uh, have a B feature so that they get more than one run out of their car. So anybody who loses has another opportunity to come and win money. So... And uh, when the figure eight racing's done, I got a, a tragically hip tribute band playing called Almost Hip, and should be a really good time. And there's no charge for that; it's free at the grandstand. And then uh, we got most of the heats and uh, standalone feature heats. Will, feature heats will be on Saturday, and then concies and uh, the features will be on Sunday. There'll be fireworks Saturday night and camping all weekend long. Is this your uh, um, prelude to getting out of the car as a driver and moving into the promotership, and soon you're going to have five or six shows a year? I have no intention of getting out of the car. Um, <laughs> that was a silly question. I, I hope I, to be buried in the derby car one way or another. I, well, I can make but, that uh, happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I'll never give up derbies. It's my, been my whole life, and, uh, you know, whatever way I can be of help and grow the sport and continue on in the sport, that's what I'm going to do. I think that's cool. Absolutely. So the, the rule set, is it going to be, like, is there going to be a Ron McClung class where all the cars have to be built on site within 24 hours? <laughs> that's next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what about that Legends heat, Ron? Tell us a little more about that. Uh, the Legends Heat is up in the air. Um, I'm trying to get some of the old guys that used to run just a stock car with no welding, weld the bumper shocks, weld the rear end gears, and come out and run one one heat um, with an old iron car. You're too young, Devin. I, I know I'm too young, but I love seeing the old guys get back into it. Like when I got my dad back oh. into driving after like 15 years of being on sidelines... It was awesome seeing the old man get back in. Right. And now, Smile and on now his he's face. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully get enough interest to run a 10 or 15 car heat. I hope there's a bunch of guys out there that want to come out and play. So. Are you going to do a age limit, like 50 and up? No, not really. Not necessarily 50 and up, but if there's a guy that's got 20, 25 years and he's 48 or 49, I won't turn him away. Oh, I'm close. So, man, you know, I'd be qualified. But, uh, you know. Maybe Brian's we can get Butch Cisco to come across the border. <laughs> what was that about? Man, Butch? certainly a legend. Oh, Butch. Yeah, Butch is definitely a legend. I, oh, I would love I to see Butch up Butch. here. Yeah, I, I, Devin I had the catch. honor of running with Butch last year, and it was it was awesome. Like yeah. I just loved when yeah. he got out of the he, car he and hugged Butch. That picture is one of my favorite pictures. Mm-hmm. What was that yeah. about the board? I do man? have interest from some Americans coming up to run. So Steve Buckham Jr. He's already coming up to run a V8 car. Um, what, uh, what's, what's, 
the border has opened up more now or not as much or what's does anybody know so the border is technically if, if open. you're fully vaccinated mm-hmm. and uh you got a, a a covid pass card you're you're welcome to cross the borders but apparently you have to get a, a rapid test 72 hours before crossing so either way as far as i know all right yeah but it, it changes daily is technically open like Gotcha. The passenger lanes are open now. Gotcha. So Hank Pensek is in the chat. Oh, Hank. Hank's a legend. He can run it. <laughs> I want to see Hank up here. <laughs> we want Hank at our shows. I think that's, I think that's where this uh, question is, is going, actually. He wants an idea of what to expect bringing a car over the border. Um, do you need titles? Do you need anything special nope. besides an enhanced license and a passport? Nope. So bringing the car over is probably one of the simplest things ever. I remember the very first time when Devin went to run Bash, and we were scared shitless to cross the border. And we called Dustin Ingram, and we're like, Dustin, what do we got to do? What should we be prepared for? And Dustin's like, just drive to the border. Just bring the car with <laughs> you. Just bring the car with you. And honestly, we've never, except for the mud, we've never had an issue with crossing no into the states and we've never had an issue on the road yeah we've never had an issue crossing back into canada except for the mud situation but that's a whole different story the only thing they ever ask is are you bringing the car back with you yep all right then have fun yeah they just don't want you to leave it here which it's scrap metal who cares but yeah yeah so they aren't gonna remember you in a week when you come back anyways we all have enough money into our cars we're not leaving them there anyways (laughs) yeah so as long as you have a passport and you're allowed to cross the border so you don't have any you know Felonies. felonies. <laughs> um, then you, you know, you should be able to come across and no problem at all. And we're only, we're only ten minutes from Buffalo, so we live right across the border. Hank's so. not far from us. Yeah, so no. Hank knows. Him, hopefully, him, he Jackson, knows. AJ, they all come up. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Eric Remington's got to get up there. He does. He's Didn't actually. He retire? Well, how many times now? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. There's We'd love to it. have Epi and Remy give, give, and give it a little bit of time. We'll be able to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to buy everything again. Yeah. Well, that's, last year I saw uh, Hammer and Hank at Bash, and uh, oh. he gave me a hug, and we talked. And ah, this is a, uh, one more car, and I'm done. I'm not gonna. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Hank. And now he's building for what? Dead Man. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's okay, what they Hank. all say. One more, one yeah. more. Ron, you ever had any trouble getting across the border with a car? Um, no, not with a car, <laughs> just with parts. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I understand that. That's just a little... Not having matching paperwork or, or a receipt uh, from who I was taking the parts to because they weren't sold yet because I had the parts and he had the money. Right. Yeah, the border's and very, the... very stingy on paperwork. So as long as your paperwork yeah, the... is in order, then you don't have a problem. But the second that you don't have something that they're asking for, that's when you have a problem. Like when we went to Bash this year, oh, we called. They're like, "Oh, you have to have all these forms and all that." And we called the Canadian side and the American side, printed all these forms off, filled them out, hand the passports in, hand the paperwork in. Like, what do you want me to do with that? Well, they said we needed that. I don't need that. Okay. And then we got the guy on a bad day, and we got hauled in to secondary, and we had to show them everything. Like, I even had to show them our tax filings to show that we had a legitimate business and we're crossing commercial on our – we already have, well, like, a – that was this year because – Yeah, that was this year. We had crossed commercially. So and that was, like, you know, we have our detops, we have our – like, we have everything that you need to cross commercially, and we had to show them, like, our legitimate website and our business cards, which we never carry our business cards, and that was the first time we put them in the truck. So that was interesting, and we had to show them, like, our tax. I had to pull up our taxes to show them what we file, business income tax, corporate tax again, with our corporation. You show them everything they ask for, there's never yeah. a problem. Yeah, I know we, we uh, 
pick our pick the race cars up in St. Catharines, and then I come across. Yeah. And I know one time we came across the paperwork, and um, they X-rayed the trailer, and then that was yeah. on the way we went. It wasn't. It wasn't it's bad. Probably just a yeah. random search, not a big deal. You yeah. drive through that little tunnel or a little machine, and away you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't do well with the border. <laughs> Can't handle stress, eh? At one point, at one point, the guy goes. Why are you so nervous? I'm like, because I don't like doing this. Goes, well, you're, you gotta. <laughs> Just answer the question. Either that or you get on an airboat and go, go across the river. I've heard of that happening too. I've, I've never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll float you across on a That's, dinghy. Nope. 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 I like the border a little bit more than I like deep water. <laughs> <laughs> not a huge fan either. I like driving across the big bridge nope. in Niagara Falls. That's, that's a good great? time. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, we love it too. We're we're so glad that it's opening up a little bit more. I know that the commercial side of things, there's going to be a, some more restrictions implemented in January, and uh, they're I think January 22nd they're actually supposed to be double vaxxed in order to cross back into Canada commercially. Um, so it's they're putting a lot more restrictions in place, but you know we've but it's open, but it's open. So yeah, yeah so we can you know we're here because it's open. So yeah. that's that's a nice thing. Yep. We get to come and hang out with our friends. That's all that matters. <laughs> Jake Sherman said the reason why you're nervous is because you carry boxes of wires everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not wrong. <laughs> true. Yeah. Every time we every time we fly, Chris carries all this stuff. He gets the the uh, what is it the the paper TSA TSA yes. inspected your bag <laughs> everywhere. We I got one from because every you have airport. these like tons of like <laughs> wires all wrapped up in your bag. It looks like little snakes. Like, I've I've been. I've been on a plane probably 20 times, and I've always randomly come up. <laughs> <laughs> TSA. We were going out to we were going out to Winter Winter Slam one year, you know, and of course it's a Winter Derby in Minnesota, so we dress warm. So I had my hunting boots on; they're the warmest boots I have. And we were at the Rochester Airport. Brian and, loves this story. And Chris go, we're doing something. I go to Chris. I go, I should have washed the blood off my boots. Oh my god! And Chris's <laughs> face went like whiter than this. Oh, it was amazing. He looks at me, and I'm like, what? They're my hunt boots. I just, you know, sent them up there. And they never, they looked at me funny, but they never said a word. They never looked at the boots. Chris was not happy at that moment. <laughs> they had a hard time getting back from Blizzard Bash, actually, because it's, they were traveling. because of stupid test stuff. They were traveling personally, not commercially. So the four of them had a, a bit of a trouble getting back because of the test. And they went and got their tests on Saturday mm-hmm. to fly Monday. And the test results weren't back. They got back Thursday. They came back Thursday. They were already home. Yeah. So they're like calling me. I'm in Canada. Hey, Christy, what are you going to do about this? Hey, so I'm on the phone with CVS yelling at them to get a, a rush put on all four of their tests. And I'm trying to get the results. And they're like, well, we're not going to pull them. I'm like, what are they supposed to do? Well, it can take up to five days. And I'm like, well, they have to fly and it has to be results have to be within 72 hours. And and they're just down we, there. We and ran to a hospital with an Uber. Yeah, they went to the hospital and got it done <laughs> at the hospital. They got back to us in two hours. And then our flight was delayed three times. And we still literally ran through the airport with no shoes on, no belts on, <laughs> and just made the plane before it left the, the gate. We usually get the belts or the shoes on, but we've ran through many. We didn't have time. <laughs> we did not have time. Ron, Ron doesn't have to deal with any of these problems. He takes a car every place he goes. He's, he's all driving. There's no, <laughs> right, Ron? I mean, you, you got the easy life towing cars. Absolutely. Well, full of parts. <laughs> <laughs> where, um, 
Where can people find out more about this? Have you got a website or a dedicated Facebook page or anything that's out there? Uh, I know you sent the promotional flyer for Billy Bash. Yeah, we made a Facebook group, I Am Demolition, and uh, my son Brian has posted most of the rules up on there. And there's uh, lots of activity, and he's getting lots of messages, and there's certainly lots of interest. That's that's good to hear. I mean, that we've talked a, a bunch of times about how derbies just don't come back, and to have one that was this big on the landscape in in uh, Ontario overall to come back is it's a cool thing to see. It was, we need it was the more. biggest in its time, the Billy Bash. That's for sure. So to see it come back, it's it's pretty big deal. Like when Ron made the announcement of Billy Bash, people were pulling out their memorabilia yeah. and they were posting all, they're all their posting like their shirts posters, and their, their posters and awesome. and all that sort of stuff and their stickers on their toolbox and it's a big thing. Like it's it's really great that they're being able to do that and and Ron's reviving that. So and I, I think Ontario needs some more promoters that are stepping up and, and having those big shows and, and, and bringing Ron's that. Every single Billy Bash, so who better yeah. to take it over, right? right. Yeah. Built a car at every single Billy Bash. I ran every single Billy Bash. I won most of the classes except for the hard pro class. That's about it. So Couldn't ask for a better promoter for it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's going to be mostly about the drivers and the fans. And uh, it'll be a whole lot of fun. I hired that Monster Jam announcer, Doug Denance. Okay. So it'll be pretty exciting to listen to his uh, voice and he'll carry the show. Well, he's awesome. quite the announcer. I've heard him scream my name a couple times. Yes. He's electrifying, that guy. He gives you chills when he, he announces your name. It's it's interesting. Doug's an awesome announcer. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. We got a bunch of food trucks coming, and uh, we got an awesome organization with the Burford Fairgrounds. Uh, we got four bobcats to clear out all the dead cars from the derby pit, and it'll keep the action moving. Um on site, we got an Allegiant uh, that'll have a beer tent up and ice cold beer available. And uh, it should be a really tea, good right? time. Lots to do for everybody. There's a Kid Power Wheels Derby and uh, Kids Fun Zone. So, getting bigger and bigger every day. More and more <laughs> people get involved. Well, good. Uh, I'm happy to hear that. And, and I wish you the best of luck on it. As, uh, that was I Am Demolition on Facebook. If you want to find out more about the, the return of Blizzard Bash here in 2022, Ron McClung going to be... Billy home. Bash. What did I say? You Blizzard said Blizzard, Blizzard Bash. Bash. Okay. I'm sorry. Billy Bash. I'm sorry. Ah. Ten concussions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, right on. Ron, we'll catch, up with you. we'll catch up with you again as we get a little bit closer and see how things are progressing on it. Right on. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you coming on, man. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, bye now. Bye now. And if you want to know more about the 77 derbies that Devin and Christy are putting out, <laughs> jump online, just uh, track down Impact Motorsports. Everything's been, everything's fully shifted over there now, right? Everything's yeah, so all... everything's on our, you can go on our website, impactmotorsports.ca. We'll start getting our schedule ready to go. Probably not li- not releasing that until February. We have a huge uh, fair conference um, in February on our family day weekend, which is February 17th, 18th. So once we get that done and sign actual contracts and get them in hand, we'll probably start posting, uh, some information about those fairs. Um, Yeah. And everyone can start planning out their year and our rules will be up this week with all of our changes. Devin went live today and let people know that we're not taking anything away. We're adding and enhancing the rules with based on their feedback. So drivers should be happy with what 
has been given. Well, we, we had the whole crew sit down for a good meeting too. I printed off every single comment and we discussed it. And like I said, we, we did our best to make the best set of rules for everybody. Good. Yeah. So yeah, and that'll awesome. be up this week on impactmotorsports.ca. But you can jump over onto Facebook as well on Impact Motorsports Facebook page and follow us along. And all the information's there. I post probably way too much, way a lot. So, <laughs> but that's okay. I don't care if people get sick of it. They they can just put me on mute. <laughs> just want to make a quick mention online: jeffysfatfarm.com. We've been talking a lot about Jeffy's parts, multi-fit shifters. Lots of experience in terms of putting everything together. Started in 06 with the rear ends. Expanded to headers in 08, uh, specializing in those LS conversions and conversion components. Jump online for additional details. If you need it, it's on the farm, jeffysfabfarm.com. Also, you got to check out uh, his website. Uh, jeffysfabfarm.com. Oh. The, the Facebook page. He's got the, the new mascot. Fabby. Yeah, Fabby. <laughs> Pretty cool. And then also we talked about the expo. It's going to be at Smith Metal Works, smithmetalworks.info, in-person locations for pickup in Mercer, Uniontown, Bethlehem, all-purpose fabrication shop, and they have all of it, odds and ends, such as distributor clamps, welding centers, GM floor liners, door skins, engine mounting systems, pedals, combos, shift, uh, and shifters. They've also got the super stock bumper. Make sure uh, you get online and check out smithmetalworks.info. That is going to do it. We appreciate it. We're over on time. I, I looked at the clock a minute ago, and, and we've got we've got stuff that's going on here that we got to make way for. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, thanks again for making the trip up. Of course, always good to catch up with you guys. Good thanks to see for you. having us. Of course. Thank you. For sure, Brian. We'll do it again next week. Okay. <laughs> <Just like you're laughs> Episode three eighty in the books. We'll see you next time. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLinks1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. <laughs>